There is definitely a word from God for the people of God this morning and just want to encourage you this morning. Won't be long. All right. We are in the uh, we are in uh, the series entitled three. Let me see your threes in the comment section. We're in the series entitled three and three is a message series talking about the third person in the Godhead, the Holy Spirit. In this series, we have been exploring who he is, his role and operation in the believer uh, in Holy Scriptures and the world. And I tell you, we've been having a great time talking about him because I'm telling you that that is who the whole that is who God has given us in this life and the life that we live to help guide us, to help direct us, to help comfort us, to help teach us in this life. All right. And so we thank God for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And so, man, we've been having some amazing conversations. Uh, Myself, Pastor Dom and teaching pastor uh, Vernon Hill have been uh, here uh, on Tuesday nights. We've been answering your questions. It's been amazing. The questions you guys have been asking and getting making sure that you get some understanding, because let me tell you something. For some people don't think that this conversation that we're having is relevant, but it's it's very crucial to your walk. It's very crucial to, to the, to the, uh, to the success of a believer in this lifetime is the Holy spirit and getting to know and understand who he is, what he does. His operation is very important for us to be able to, uh, for us to be able to understand what he does, his role in operation so that we may be able to move forward in the things of God. All right. And so that's what I'm encouraged about. I want to go um, this morning for your attention to uh, I want to read John 16, verse seven briefly. And then we're going to go to Romans chapter eight right after that. Um, Roman uh, John chapter 16, verse seven says, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. All right. It is to your advantage. Again, virtually hit your neighbor up and tell him it's to your advantage. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. I'm making y'all do this this morning. Amen. So you can feel engaged. Hallelujah. It is to your advantage. So, again, the, the Holy Spirit, he is he has been given to us for the advantage of the believer for the advantage of the believer. Last week, we talked about his role in the believer, talking about how he gives us new life, how he has sealed us, um, talking about how uh, he has uh, been baptized into the baptizes us into the family of God. And this Tuesday, we talked about how he leads and guides us into all truth this past Tuesday, giving you some more understanding. And uh, for today, I want to go to um, dealing with some more things the Holy Spirit does in the life of a believer. And that's where we'll find Romans eight, Romans eight, Romans, the eighth chapter. And I want to go to verse 26 to talk about another advantage, another benefit that we have uh, with the Holy Spirit being given to us. And um, it's found in verse 26 and 27. And it says, likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession. Uh, That's a key word for today. Intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Verse 27 says, now he who searches the hearts 
knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes again that word intercession for the saints according to the will of God. I want to deal with two things. I'm going to be very brief this morning. I want to deal with two things of what the Holy Spirit does. Point one, I'm going to give you this. The Holy Spirit helps believers in our weaknesses. I want to just key on our attention. Romans 8 is a chapter that I feel like can be preached for a whole year. There's just so much stuff. There's so much rich um, substance that comes out of Romans chapter 8. Matter of fact, the whole book of Romans is an is a awesome book. I mean, I encourage people to read it, Romans chapter 8. Uh, uh, but for the purposes of today's uh, message, when it comes down to the Holy Spirit, I want to deal with uh, the, the, you know, what the Holy Spirit does as what the Apostle Paul related to him uh, uh, of his operation in the life of a believer. And the first one is, is that he helps us in our weaknesses, that he helps us in our weaknesses. Believe it or not, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you and I are, are, are have frailties. You and I have frailties. And you and I, through this life, sometimes for the life of a believer, it is not always full of a whole lot of things going right. There are times where we go through persecution. There are times where we uh, experience suffering. Uh, there are times where we, uh, where life can sometimes get the best of us and it feels like our, our we are being depleted. And, and here's one of the operations of the Holy Spirit. His operation is to be strength in our weakness. His operation is to help to carry the load. Say he's here to help me carry the load. See, here's the benefit of being a believer is that apart uh, from God, apart from him, that when we, before uh, we came into the saving faith or the saving knowledge of who Jesus Christ is, is we were on our own carrying the full load. And so the reality is when life is getting the best of us, we don't have anyone to help carry the load with us. And so I'm glad that the Holy Spirit being our, our, our being someone who is another helper is there to help us to carry the load that we are not fit to carry. Are you hearing me? That you and I are not fit to carry the load uh, by ourselves. And that's why Jesus said to his disciples, it is to your benefit that I do go away. Because again, as I've been saying, and as I've been reiterating to you that Jesus being in his human bodily form was still limited. But the Holy Spirit comes and his role is to be in and dwell in every person that confesses uh, the son as the Lord, as their Lord and Savior. And so the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, that God has deposited a gift. And a part uh, and what comes with this gift uh, uh, is the Holy Spirit, the, the, that what comes with the gift of salvation is having the having God through the Holy Spirit dwelling in us. All right. And so what that does is helps us in the midst of our weakness. There are things that we do not know. And the Holy Spirit helps to and, and, and he helps to come alongside and to help you that he helps you in the middle of your weaknesses. And the reality is, ladies and gentlemen, that I don't know what you're going through right now. You may feel a little weak and being laid off and and trying to figure out the, the when is this whole pandemic? 
pandemic going to end and trying to figure out how this is going to happen, how that's going to happen. Your plans are seeming like it's not going according to plan. And, 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 and right now you feeling low and you feeling weak and you feeling like you, 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 you feeling a little bit of anxiety and depression come upon you. But here's what I'm telling you that the Holy spirit helps. It comes as a helper to help you in your moment of weakness. Oh my God, that he comes to help you in your moment of weakness. When Paul, when, when Paul was asking uh, God to please take away the thorn, Jesus then comes back to him in second uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 12, verse nine and said, my grace is sufficient enough for you. And this is very important because with God's grace, ladies and gentlemen, with this gift called grace, God gives through this gift, the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit being God is the all sufficient one. And with him being the all sufficient one, ladies and gentlemen, that it here it is that with him being on the inside of us and dwelling within us, he is there to meet. Oh my God, to meet the insufficiencies that you and I deal with. Hallelujah. Oh my God. He comes. He comes to meet this and be the sufficiency that where we lack the Holy Spirit comes and meet us right there and he's all sufficient that's why he says that uh, i'll make all grace abound towards you that you may have all sufficiency for every good work why is that because of the holy spirit the all sufficient one him being god dwelling on the inside of you can help and infuse you with strength in the midst of your weaknesses some of you may say, hey, I'm starting a new job and I may not be strong in that area. Here comes the Holy Spirit to help you in the moment of your insufficiency and makes you sufficient for every good work. Are you hearing me this morning? Say the Holy Spirit makes me sufficient. Come on, comment that. Say the Holy Spirit makes me sufficient. And so here we are that we, we, we have it that Paul says that likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. He helps us in our frailties. He helps us in, 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 in our infirmities that he's there to be and a strength, a, a source of strength and power for the believer. Oh, hallelujah. He's there to act, uh, to operate as a source of power. Hallelujah. And so God through the Holy Spirit is what infuses you with strength. It's what infuses you with power. Are there moments in your life where you felt like you were weak and you didn't feel like you could go on, but all of a sudden there was something that creeped up on the inside of you. There was something that gave you that boost that you needed. I come to, oh my God, I come this morning to tell you it is the operation of the Holy Spirit going at work. It is the operation of the Holy Spirit moving at work. And, 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 and guess what? And, and guess what? He helps and he helps. So Isaiah 40 verse 29, it says that uh, it says this for he uh, for I mean, he gives power to the weak. All right. He gives power to the weak. He he gives power power uh, in Acts chapter one, verse eight, when Jesus tells them to wait and drooling, but he said, you shall receive power. You shall receive power. That is dunamis power to be empowered. You shall receive power, power for the midst of your weakness. Hallelujah. 
through the power, through the Holy Spirit. You're going to receive power once he comes upon you. The power to be able to sustain, the power to be able to thrive, even in the midst of a weak moment. Are you hearing me? And to those who have no might, he increases strength in the moment where you feel like you've 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 used up all of the strength you have. He says that moment, I'm a, I increase those who have no might. I increase them. I infuse them with the power of God. Is this making sense to you? The spirit himself, he said he helps in our weaknesses. Some so for some people, one of our weaknesses, and this is where I want to deal most of my time in, is not knowing how to pray. Not knowing what to pray for. That could be a weakness. And there's what he says for when. So for we do not know in Romans back to Romans chapter eight, verse 26. For we do not know what we should pray as we ought. Sometimes we don't know. What we should pray as we ought. He he, he said, we don't know. But he says, here it is. But the spirit makes intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered. With groanings that cannot be uttered. So here it is that he helps you in our weakness. And then two, this is where I want to spend the majority of my time at, is that not only that, that he helps you, that the Holy Spirit, number two, makes intercession for the believer. He makes intercession for the believer. And I'm going to go one step further. He helps guide the, oh my God, he helps guide the believer in intercession, knowing what to pray for. What does intercession mean? That means that the Holy Spirit's job, one of his roles with alongside Jesus as well, because Jesus also makes intercession for us. Hebrews chapter seven, verse 25 will tell us that. So not only do we have a chief high priest who is, who is Jesus that makes intercession for us at the right hand of the father, but you also have the Holy spirit as another helper, another advocate that comes along that makes intercession for you and I, and not only does he make, not only does he intercede for us, but he also helps us to go, ladies and gentlemen, he also leads us to pray beyond our capacity. He helps us to pray beyond our capacity. He helps us to be able to know what the mind of God is and to be, begin to pray concerning that. So he helps us. He intercedes for us and he also helps to help us pray beyond our point of our capacity. I love that. It says through moanings and groanings. And some people associate this when, when you, when, when, and, and I love this part right here is because when you do not know what to pray for and you are so weak that you cannot, you cannot get a prayer through. This is what it's saying that the Holy spirit intercedes for you. <laughs> you have an intercessor in the name and the person of the Holy Spirit alongside with the son who is son Jesus, who is also praying for you. Who is making intercession? That means he is in the he is praying on the behalf of when you are in when you are in intercession. When it means when you're interceding, you are that means you are standing in the gap on behalf of those who may cannot pray for themselves. Are you hearing me? When you are in a moment of intercession, you are, you, it is not about self in the moment, but it's all about who you are interceding for, who you are standing in the gap for, who you are lifting up the bloodstained banner for. That is what intercession is all about. 
The real reality is, ladies and gentlemen, that I find this to be so significant because we are in a time right now where people don't know how to pray for themselves. And they and, and they at a point right now in depression or feeling low, whereas though they don't know how, how they what they should even say to God. But there is a person by the name of the Holy Spirit who's there interceding for you and I. <laughs> that is making intercession for you and I through moanings and groanings. Sometimes people associate this with tongues, that there are moments, ladies and gentlemen, that, that you cannot. And, and this is what Paul said when one person, when Paul said this uh, to the Corinthian church, that when one speaks in tongues, he speaks unto God. That really tongues is for the building up of one uh, of one person's faith. Matter of fact, Jude chapter one, verse, I believe, 20 says, build up yourself in your most holy faith. And so I'm not this is not a whole thing about tongues. But here's the reality is, is that there are some times that through groanings and through the moanings that cannot be uttered, that cannot be uh, uh, very interpreted, that the Holy Spirit begins to pray through you and it starts to change. Uh, you, you, you start to change your language in the midst of that. And, 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 and in this moment, you're trying to figure out what in the world am I saying? But you're speaking mysteries, as the Bible says to God. And so the Holy Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, is another intercessor. Jesus is our chief intercessor. Then you have Holy Spirit as another intercessor interceding for you and I through moanings and groanings that cannot groanings that cannot be uttered, cannot be uttered. He is a intercessor. He is standing in the gap for you and I. When you feel depleted, I'm telling you, you got an advocate going to bat for you through prayer. <clears throat> Through intercession. Let me tell you something. That's why. Let me tell you something. In this Christian walk. I, we have more than what we need. You have more than what you need. You have God the Father. You have, <clears throat> you have the Son Jesus. And you have the Spirit of God. All working together on your behalf. <laughs> and here we have it. Is that he's interceding for the believer. He is standing in the gap. And not only that, but also the spirit of God helps us to be able to know the will of God. That what better person to intercede for us who knows the will of God and, and, and can pray concerning God's will for our lives. And not only does he pray, but he can also help us to know the will and mind of God so that we could pray in the spirit. Ephesians six eighteen. Ephesians 6 verse 18 says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Here's what I'm trying to tell you this morning. Here's what I'm trying to encourage us with understanding that through all of this pandemic that we have it. Watch here. We are, have the Holy Spirit able to help us to pray the will of God. It's saying praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. It didn't say absent from the spirit. In other words, here we have it is that we have an advocate that can that we can rely on uh, rely on his wisdom through prayer so that we can pray in the spirit praying in the spirit does not always mean praying in tongues praying in the spirit means to pray God's will 
to pray the will of God concerning you, you and I. Verse 27 says now in, in Romans chapter eight, it says now he who searches the heart knows what the mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. That the Holy Spirit is not praying something outside of the will of God for you and I's life. He's not praying anything that that God has not ordained. <laughs> he's not praying any. He's not praying based upon his own accord. No, he's praying with the knowledge of the will of God concerning your life. And that is his role. That is his purpose this morning is to intercede. And I tell you right now, more than ever, I'm why am I spending time on this? Because more than ever, we need people who are going to stand up and rely on the spirit of God to help us in intercession for the saints to come alongside the Holy, have the Holy Spirit making intercession for us. And the Holy Spirit not only makes intercession, but he helps us to pray beyond our capacity. I'm telling you, there is a time where we have to push beyond our capacity through the Holy Spirit about what we can even comprehend or, oh my God, comprehend or know and, the, and allow the Holy Spirit to pray through us. Allowing the Holy Spirit to pray through us. And here we have it again that the Holy Spirit is here. That's what Paul is saying. That hell, listen, let me tell you something. That you have someone in the moment of your weakness, he's making intercession for you. There's times where you feel like you, there's been times in my life where I feel like, man, I don't even want, I can't get a prayer through right now. I just, ugh. I'm not feeling it. And then something you just feel like do as you go throughout the day, there, 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 there has to be something that is going on. There's prayer that is going on and you start feeling yourself kind of getting strengthened and feeling yourself getting built up. Let me tell you something, my friend, the Holy Spirit is there interceding and helping you along the way. I don't know who I'm really talking to. And I feel like this message is solely for you is that let me tell you something. You are not alone when you have somebody who's advocating for you. Someone who is, let me tell you something, no matter what the, what, no matter what powers of darkness tries to come on the people of God or tries to come as a distraction, you have an advocate going before you interceding for you. Jesus told Peter, he told him the enemy come to sift you as wheat. But I prayed. That means, let me tell you something, the Holy Spirit, let me tell you, the, oh my God, the Holy Spirit. And then not only the Holy Spirit and the son, he said, but in this moment, in this text, he's saying that Jesus said, I pray that your faith would not fail. I do believe that there's some things that through prayer, the Holy Spirit has intercepted from coming your way. Oh, my God has intercepted knowing the will and mind of God has intercepted and rearranged some things on your behalf. I don't know who this is for, but I believe that the Holy Spirit has con has gone the bat in prayer for you. Because he knows the will of God. And here's my thing is, if we have him on the inside of us and this is the advantage, why isn't why? Why do you and I not spend time with him so that we could pray according to his will 
and not on our own will. Because the reality is, is that when you pray the will of God, those things, he says, first John chapter five, verse 14 says, now this is the confidence that we have <laughs> that if we pray anything, not according to your will, but if we pray anything according to his will, that what he hears us. And verse 15 says, and if we know he hears us, anything we ask, right? Again, as verse 14 said, according to his will, then we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. That we know this is a confidence that you and I have. That we know that this is what we do. We know if we pray the will of God, he hears us. That is the sound that God is looking to hear. He's looking to hear his will. <laughs> Prayed back to him. He's looking to hear it. And the way we can the way we can know the will of the father is he's given us the spirit of God to know it so that we can intercede for it. Are you hearing me? So that not only intercede for it on our behalf, but on the behalf of others to know the will of God and pray concerning it. It is the will of God that we would make intercession for this, for our brothers and sisters. All of that is going on in our land and in, in, in our land right now. It, I, I, it is a challenge that we must come together in intercession against the powers of darkness that be. Against every point of spiritual wickedness. And I, I just feel this right now that I'm telling you right now, he come when you, the, the, the intercessor, he is, he is there as another intercessor praying for you and I. Another one. You got the son and you got the spirit of God and nothing gets better than that. And I just love this because he makes intercession for the saints. He didn't just say just for this person. No, he says for all those who've been born again. He makes intercession for you. And that's the truth this morning. I don't know who I, I don't know who this is for, but I just want to take a moment to pray for you and, and invite somebody into the know Jesus this morning. I want to invite you to know this Jesus. If you're not saved, let me tell you something. What does it mean to be saved? It means that, again, that you acknowledge with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. It is making him the Lord of your life. That means in full control. And when you're born again, the Holy Spirit will come. He said, I'll come and, and Jesus said, I'll come and sup with you. Well, how does he do that? Through the spirit of God. He's open for you and I. I give you him this morning. If you say you read that, you want to rededicate your life to Christ, you can also do that as well. If you drifted away, he's saying, come. He's, he, he's not left. You've left. He's not gone anywhere. He's open to you. If you want to partner with TCF, you can also partner with TCF. I don't care where you are all across the world. You can partner with us. If you if you connect to this altar here at Transformation Christian Fellowship and, and it's ministering to your life, I'm, I'm telling you right now, 
We wanna, I wanna be your pastor. I wanna, I wanna be able to pastor you. I wanna come alongside of you in your journey with God. Do me a favor, if you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to pray this prayer after me to receive him in your life. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I acknowledge you, to you, Lord, that I can't do this by myself. And I come to you as openly and as humbly as I know how to say that I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you were, that you, you died and that you were raised, oh, raised from the dead, oh God, just for me. And Lord, I ask you to come into my life and make me whole, to be the Lord over my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer with me, if you said that prayer with me, listen, click the bio right now. We want to know that you made this commitment. Click the bio in our link right now. Let us know that you made this commitment and fill out the connection card. We want to show you the next steps of this walk of Christ. Come on, if you're glad, come on, why don't you put your hands together and give God a praise. Give God a praise right wherever you are. The inner, he, he is another intercessor. He helps us in our weakness. He is our strength. He is our God. And we give him praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's awesome.